Yo, welcome to Kilgallen's Pub, the podcast where I, comedian Joe Kilgallen, like to sit back, have some drinks with people, and recreate that bar conversation we all know and love, but can't be doing that because you can't go to the pubs. They've shut down the pubs in Chicago. They've shut down the pubs in New York through most of America, except for like nine or ten states who are run by a bunch of fucking idiots who are like, oh, we're not going to be afraid of a cough. <laughs> anyway, that's my impression of those pieces of shit. If you live in one of those states, you know I'm right. But anyway, welcome to the podcast. I have not podcasted in quite some time. It's been a good three weeks, I want to say. Um, those of you listening to the very first time, why would you listen to this episode? Every episode stands on its own. Go back and listen to one with a guest. I've had some great guests over the year, almost two years. No, it has been over two years. Oh, hot Christ on a bike. How did I forget that? We Yeah, two-year anniversary was right around St. Patrick's Day, which I couldn't do because I thought I had it. I thought I had everyone. I thought I had the virus. I thought I had the Rona, as the kids say. I actually don't even like that. It sounds a little lame. You got the Rona? It's just, I don't know. It doesn't, too many white suburban kids saying it like they're tough and it just doesn't sound right to me. I don't know. Uh, The COVID-19. Yeah, I thought I had it. I'll just, I'll just jump right into that. But anyway, welcome back, previous listeners. Sorry it's been a while. Um, Really, I should be podcasting more. Um, I'm going to start doing over the phone stuff with some people. I've hit up a couple buddies and that's going to happen. It will, I promise you. Um, but in the meantime, I have been editing my special. And uh looks really good. Really proud of that. Um, although there's like a smudge you could see on the side of my jacket. And I think that's from a woman's makeup. Every, that's what my buddy thinks it is. Because I you hug a girl and their, their face hits your shoulder. And if they're all caked up with some makeup. I don't know which one of you ladies came to the show all caked up in makeup. You have need more self-confidence. You don't need that much makeup. A light foundation, maybe something around the eyes. But you don't, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I don't know makeup stuff. But anyway, that's why I've, uh, the podcast hasn't been around in a while. Just, it's a lot going on right now. I haven't left the house but to walk my dog since March 13th. It's a Friday or 12th? The 12th. I went to my buddy's dad's wake. That was a Thursday night, the Thursday before. Let's see. The 17th is a Tuesday. Sorry, St. Patrick's is a Tuesday. I knew that. 16th, 15th. 14th, 13th. So yeah, that Thursday, the 12th. And then that, and I started to develop a slight cough that night. So I'll give you a little story here, everyone. A little bit of a cough. And I'm like, all right, you know, I get a cough every year. I had a cough in January, whatever. And then Friday morning or throughout Thursday night, trying to sleep, it became violent. You know, it started off as like a little tickle. And I felt weird being around people because that was the start of everybody being like, wash your fucking hands. Don't touch your face, which the don't touch your face thing. That's a lot to ask. Some people sleep with their hands on their face. You know, you kind of do that little, you put your hands together like you're doing a little prayer, put it under one side of your face. They don't even say that anymore. If you watch the news, I've not heard anyone bring up the whole don't touch your face anymore. It's wash your hands and and stay away from other human beings unless you have to be around them like your kids. So I, uh, I became, you know, I was out in public. I went to the wake, went to a bar after the wake. That was the last time I, I had, um, I was at a bar, like I said before. But uh, I was feeling like, ah, fuck, it's like one of those little coughs. I'm going to get out of here before I start, like, actually hacking and people look at me like I'm, you know, fucking disease. And uh, that whole night I was coughing bad. And then in the morning it was like this was like a hard chest cough, like violent, vicious cough. And, uh, and I just felt like shit that whole Friday. I felt very, like, just weak. And then I went in and out of being like, why am I freezing? I'm, why am I so cold? I'd say to my wife, I'm like, what's the, what's the temperature set to? 52? Huh? You fucking brought, brought it down to 52? save a buck and I'm freezing over here like I'm yelling at her being a dick and uh it wasn't that it was just because I had like some shivers but no fever at that moment like Friday like 
morning, afternoon. So I'm like, it's it's the cold because the fever is part of the symptoms. And uh, I was like, all right, I think I'm okay. But then I started to get a little panicky where I'm like, you know, I, I do a lot of shows in downtown Chicago. A lot of people, international travelers come out to these shows because they're downtown. They're staying at the hotels or at conventions, whatever the hell they're doing, sightseeing. And who knows? Maybe I gave one a high five after a show. And that, those days are over. We're talking about the, our lives changing going forward after this. Look, this is eventually going to be over and we're going to be able to go out and have fun and hang out with people again. But handshakes, that is probably a thing of the past. 30, 40 years from now, we're going to tell grandkids, yeah, people used to greet by basically holding hands and shaking it. Be like, give me that hand and shaking it. And they're going to be like, well, that was weird. Why, why would you guys do that? I'm like, I don't know. We just, it was something for like thousands of years. And now we're, gonna, we're all going to be like the Japanese. We're just going to bow to each other, which I think looks pretty awesome. It's a way cooler thing to do. Every, the whole world's going to become a bowing culture. She's going to dip that head. And uh, I was so, the, you know, back to my illness, I was, you know, starting a little bit like fucking maybe, I don't know. And I, was, I just felt off. I felt weak. And, but then by Friday night, that's when I'm like, I think I do have a fever. I feel like hot as fuck. And, um, and then I did have a little one, like 101. And I was sweating through the night. And then I was cold. And then it was, you know, it was back and forth thing I didn't like. And then the cough was persistent. And it was like, it's hard to breathe. And then uh, Saturday... It spiked to like 102.5. That's how high the fever got. And that's when I kind of was like, I should mention to some people I've seen the past week what's going on. And that Saturday, a lot of people still went out in Chicago celebrating St. Patrick's Day, which I'm not a fan of anyway. I would have probably gone out, but look, let me back it up. I am, of course, a huge fan of St. Patrick's Day. Love it. One of my top three favorite holidays. Christmas is still better. You get gifts, and it's holly and jolly, and there's movies. Well, there's a couple St. Patrick's Day movies. Not really, actually. There's Irish movies, but they're not like St. Patrick's Day. I'm writing that script. Anyhow, and then I like Thanksgiving, too, I think. St. Patrick's Day might be better than Thanksgiving. Maybe it's number two. I digress. I like going out on the actual day, especially this year. I was looking forward to it this year because St. Patrick's Day this year fell on a Tuesday, which I love because then it's the only the real hardcore drinkers are going out at 9 in the morning. That was my favorite thing growing up and once, you know, becoming an adult. When St. Patrick's Day felt like on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, Thursday, a day that people wouldn't, it would be only the real savages out there early in the morning and drinking all day. And then the people, you know, the people who worked would get out a little early and meet you at the bars. And it was, you know, it was fun to see them too, I suppose. But anyone goes out on a Saturday, it's like, no, we start early and we do that. I'm like, yeah, okay, the starting early part I'm, I'm a big fan of. I like an all day thing. But don't act like. Don't act like um, it's – sorry, I just got a text message that's about the whole editing process of the special coming up. Anyway, um, but, yeah, it's it's weak. It's amateur hour. It's like that's why I never like New Year's Eve. Right? Like any dipshit could go on on New Year's Eve, and it's, they think it's like this big thing. And it's like, no, it's really just a countdown to the next day. That's why you get excited about it. Uh, real drinkers are just like, fine, you know. It's always the, the people who are just like, I had 12 spritzers or some stupid drink. And um, so I missed that. And, and the people who were going on Chicago was like, what are you doing going out? This this thing's for real. And people didn't want to believe it was for real, but I have a wife that's a nurse, so I trust her. And I, I talked to smart people, and they were like, yeah, it seems like, look, there's no virus or there's no a vaccine. I remember everyone being like, more people die of the flu. 45,000 people die of the flu every year. I'm like, yeah, we have a vaccine for that dipshit. And, it, and 10 million people are, get affected, and a lot of people don't even go to the hospital. That's another thing. The hospitals are being overwhelmed. Everyone's going to the hospitals. And some people are forgetting that there's still people with cancer who are at the hospital. So it's not like they're just like, get the fuck out of your bed. We got this dude with this rare thing. You know, it's not rare anymore. I mean, I guess it's still, it's still rare. Whatever. I, I don't know a lot about it. I'm not trying to be 
um, some sort of genius. But Fauci, that Dr. Fauci, America's like guy who's in charge of this stuff or like the main doctor expert, he's like, yeah, we're struggling to contain this shit. He's, he doesn't seem all that, you know, positive about it right now. Although the president, he finally got doom and gloom. Trump, he was like, yeah, maybe 100,000, 200,000 people. When before he was like, look, I, you could be a fucking Trump supporter and listen to this podcast. I got a lot of friends who are Trump supporters who disagree on some stuff. I'm not against... Um, like Republicans per se, but yeah, Trump's a dipshit. I'm sorry. Okay. If you, if you come on and say, look, look, I hate Hillary. I'm like, fine, but don't act like this guy's good. I'm not telling you to become a fucking independent or a Democrat, but you know, vote for a different Republican. Cause this guy is a fucking moron. He dismissed this immediately, called it a hoax. He fucking fired the, or I don't know if he fired or just didn't re-up the budget for the pandemic team. There's a pandemic response team that America's had for a long ass time. Let him go in 2018 just everyone he puts in charge, he later fires because they might disagree with him or they turn out to be a criminal themselves. The dude doesn't give a fuck, okay? And this would have been a good time to have been like, look, we're going to get out in front of it because then if no one dies, he could say, aren't you glad I took the precautions? Aren't we glad we're not talking about 100,000 people dying? Yeah, the economy had to press pause. That's what they should have done. And shout out to comedian Nate Craig. Dude, he was the first person I saw with this idea where he's like, just press pause, meaning, hey, banks, you're not getting paid right now, which means people who rent apartments, you're not paying rent because the person who owns your apartment doesn't have to pay a mortgage this month. Everything is on pause. That's simple. And then you unpause and then they get their shit again. The only people like like these banks are the ones who are demanding the money. They're like, we need our bills. Pay your fucking bills. Or it's like, how about we just press pause on everything? You know what I mean? It's like a delay. And then when we unpause and everything's good and under control and people aren't dying and, and everyone's sick and it's not spreading as rapidly... Then you'll get your money again. I'm sure if we got someone who's a financial expert listening, they're like, well, you can't do that because I think you can. And all this shit's made up anyway. The Fed pumped, what, a couple trillion dollars in? And then we got another couple trillion, and that's not going to last because it's a shit bill that favors corporations. Everyone's getting 1200 bucks. Yeah, I mean, that's okay, cool. But that's not going to last very long if you're unemployed or, or even underemployed. I don't even know if I qualify. Some people are saying, no, comedian and gig workers can. It's like, yeah, but look, dude, I don't fucking write down every goddamn cent I make. A lot of it's cash, baby. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Um, definitely doesn't make capitalism look big, look good. You know, I'm not a socialist either. And I've said that before. There are some aspects. Look, I think we should have free, not free because the taxes pay for it, but Medicare for all. I'm a supporter of that. I think everyone, you get sick, you go to the hospital, we take care of you. I think health care is a human right. So I do agree 100% with Bernie on that. There's some other shit I don't agree with him on. This, we need a federal jobs guarantee. Like, what, what, do, you, what do you mean a guarantee? Yeah, I guarantee everyone has a job. What? Where are these jobs? So that's some of that stuff's just wasteful and just like a fucking idea that might have sounded good seventy years ago. When it's like, yeah, go dig that ditch. We'll give you three cents a pot. You know, like I'm look. I'm thinking about like like 1940s or 1930s when it was like breadline shit, where everyone's like, I'll wipe your windshield for a saw buck, like stuff like that. Well, just not realistic. Um, I, I you know, I think I think we need a new system. I'm not saying socialism because obviously, not obviously, but in a lot of cases it, it doesn't, you know, some, I don't know, I got to dig more into it, but there's some aspects of socialism where I'm like, that looks good on paper. It's like libertarianism, libertarianism, it's like, looks good on paper. You know, there, I, there, a lot of it, like there are aspects, a ton of aspects of it where I'm like, yeah, bring that on. And, and some of them I'm like, no, no, um, 
and yeah, I believe in some, some capitalism, of course. I sell tickets to shows, and I want. I think if you have a certain skill set that you bring to the table, you should be rewarded. The guy who invented the Cinnabon should make more money than the person who works at the fucking Cinnabon. You guys, have you guys ever had a Cinnabon? It's magic. The, the guy deserves a billion dollars. He invented the Cinnabon. But I think there needs to be some sort of new system that kind of could take the both aspects of things. and um, Because it doesn't look great for capitalism that, hey, we need to take a week off and everyone, everyone just is like, well, there goes everything. How, how strong of a system are you that you can't survive a month? That doesn't, you know? And it, it's, it's, yeah, it's not looking that great. The stock market's been weird right now, though, because it dropped a shitload, came back a little bit, dropped again, came back. I mean, it's still negative overall since it's all went down, but it's been creeping back up. Like, it went from, like, 23,000 to 18,000, which is like, whoa. And now it's back up to, like, 21,000-ish. And then it'll go back down. But it's weird. Both days in which unemployment numbers hit, like, record, like, unemployment claims hit, hit in record territory, the stock market went up. It should show the average person that the stock market is not the economy. It's a different thing. And I know a lot of people, it's just some theories. I don't know. We've never done anything. This is, we're living in history. Shit like this has never, ever happened before. So I know a lot of people were like, well, here's what's going to happen when it's we're done. I, you don't know. You know, a lot of people saw what happened in the 2008 um, when that economy collapsed back in then, you know, the housing market and all that kind of shit foreclosures and when that bubble burst you know a lot of people did get rich because the stock market crapped out and then they bought in people who had cash on hand and were able to just reap the rewards once the thing came back up because it does bounce back but the fact that it's gone down and then up and down so quickly back and forth i think everyone kind of remembers 2008 so when this happened they were all like cool dip into the rainy day fund and now we're gonna lift it up this commercial man some of these bra commercials i'm into Ooh, no it took a turn they're showing old women in bras now. Why am I why am I seeing old women in bras? Everyone knows old women need to wear bras. You don't need to advertise it though, okay? We're on a quarantine. It's the middle of the day. That shit is gross. Anyhow, everyone. But I think everyone's kind of hip to the idea that like, oh, let's buy stock now because it's going to get back up. So that's why it's kind of, I just don't think people are going to get rich the way they would have in 2008 in the past before. And again, this is just some guesses on my end. So, oh, I didn't wrap up. Yeah, I don't have, I didn't have coronavirus. The, you know, my fever spiked to one or two point five. Then it was, it was still like in the, you know, I took some Motrin or something like that, ibuprofen, and it went down. But when I, I went to a doctor, urgent care, Northwestern, which is like top dog shit in Chicago. I think it was in the suburbs actually. And um, yeah, I think my fever was like one on one there, and I felt awful. I, I'm not good in doctor's offices either. I don't like when they do the blood pressure. That shit gets too tight around my bicep, and I've got this, like, fight-or-flight response where I want to be like, dude, fucking stop squeezing so fucking hard. And my bicep gets, like, wants to fight back, you know? You want to bulge out of it. And then uh, the doctor came in, and I was, like, not feeling good. And I go, dude, I just answered all these questions. And, but I guess doctors have to ask you again. You ever go to a doctor's office, and, like, a nurse or a doctor's assistant will ask you a bunch of questions, and you answer them? And then they're like, all right, thank you. And then they leave, and then the doctor comes in, and it's the same series of questions. And you're like, what the fuck? I just told the other dude, did you guys not pass each other in the hallway? You should save everyone time and pass him in the hallway and be like, yo, what's going on with that dude? Would have been way, way better. Yeah, they tested me for the flu and it came back positive for influenza A, that strand or something. And then they gave me Tamiflu and I feel way better. And um, that doctor made it seem like you can't have both. And from what I gather, you can't really have both. But then there are some people who are like, well, we don't know. 
So I don't have it, though. I feel way better. Um, my kids, luckily, have been not sick. They're great. Um, my wife is a nurse. Some of you may know. I've talked about that on the podcast. She has been working on that floor, that COVID floor. <coughs> Excuse me. I say I'm feeling better than I cough. And, um, you know, hopefully she's okay. But, yeah, definitely um, I'm glad that people are finally recognizing nurses, doctors, healthcare workers as, you know, heroes and all that kind of stuff. It would be great if nurses could start to board flights first and um, the husbands could go too. That would be pretty sweet. Just saying. Um, kind of more important than soldiers right now. No offense. A lot of good soldiers out there. You guys have served admirably. Um, but right now nurses, they should be ahead of you on these flights. We're not really at war right now. So let's get the nurses in there first. Well, nobody should be flying anyway. I got a whole fucking thing with Delta right now that's pissing me off. I was supposed to go to Columbia, everyone. I would have came back from Columbia yesterday. Supposed to be in Columbia for like about a week for my buddy's wedding. And of course, that got canceled. It's being postponed to October. So um, I, had, I had like JetBlue flying one way and then Delta flying back the other way, which I like to do because you get lower fare. But then JetBlue just gave me my money back and Delta's like, here's a credit. And then I'm like, well, how do I get the fucking credit? And I'm dealing with their website that's totally fucked and it's a whole thing. So I got that problem too. Um, but I can't complain about anything. Look, man, I'm, I, feel, I feel better. It's, 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 there's a lot of people out there who really need help. If you could help everyone, fine. Support local businesses. Um, as a comedian, I'm not making any money right now. We do have a Patreon. There's a lot of content on the Patreon. I've been really shit about adding more stuff. And we did a bonus episode last week that we can't. The fucking file got compromised or something. I'm doing this at home. I haven't been going to James Webb Studio. He's still doing some podcasts out of there. They're nuts, by the way. I think they're all going to get it. I, I don't get Stay inside, everybody. How fucking hard is that? I miss sports, and it's because you people won't stay the fucking side. I, I walked my dog yesterday. I've lived in, on this block for about three years now. I've never seen so many people out in my life. And it was only 50 degrees. It wasn't 75. It wasn't the first nice day of the year. It was 50. It's been nicer. And everybody was fucking out. I got into it with the dude because I thought my dog was pissing because I was like kind of daydreaming. And I just started walking. The guy's like, you're not going to pick that up? And I'm like, it's piss, asshole. I don't know why I just snapped like that. It was the first human being I've seen in a while that that wasn't related to. So I just, I lost it, man. But yeah, dude, like I just just stay in, dude. Staying inside's nice. You get a little bored, so what? Find new ways to jerk off. Find new, just do new things. And if you're doing a puzzle, you don't have to post that you're doing a puzzle. We're all impressed. People, anyone over the age of twenty can do a puzzle. I know. I'm I'm going back and forth between being like I'm positive, you know, gotta keep the spirits up, that kind of thing, to being like, listen, you fucking idiots. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm getting a little anxious. You just. It's just because, you know what I'm anxious about? I don't know what the future lies for for things like stand-up comedy, right? I don't know. I don't know when it comes back. I, had a, I, have, a, I have a lot of gigs. A lot of gigs got canceled. It cost me a lot of money, um, thousands and thousands of bucks, you know? And, which, look, look, there's, I'm fortunate in, enough and very grateful, too, that my wife is a nurse, but, you know, obviously, she's like, yeah, I don't want to get this fucking shit. Um, but, you know, she has a job that's essential, and she, you know, she makes a pretty good living and, um, and we're okay. Cause I'm not going out. So we're okay. We're not great money wise. Things are a little tight. We'll have to dip into some savings here and there. But, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm lucky. I'm fortunate, but like, you know, I'm, I'm a little wonder. I'm, I am word scared. Maybe a little bit. Yeah. What the fuck, man? I'll say it. I don't know what the future lies. Again, I told you, I missed all those dates when comedy clubs reopen and some of them aren't going to survive this. There are some really good clubs I work 
that are kind of just, they were eking by fun clubs do, you know, they sold enough tickets, sold enough drinks to make it, but you know, several months off. And I know some people are like, well, they're small business loans. They have to pay those back. That's what kills me too about this fucking bill. Two trillion and you can't just give the people money. Give them the fucking money. You know who bounces back? Huge corporations bounce back because people will rebuy the stock and all that kind of stuff. These airlines are buying back their fucking stock. And, you know, I saw a tweet that summed up a lot of the, the fucked up shit with corporations is this woman said I had to pay $125 to cancel a $250 flight to an airline that's going to get bailed out with my tax dollars. And it's like, yeah, wow, what a fucked up system that is. You can't tell me that we got to, this would be a great opportunity to come up with a new system that could actually benefit everybody in a better way. You know, like a, like a socialism and capitalism fucking outcomes like this cool baby. That type of thing. I'm not sure. Anyhow. um, Yeah, I wanted to keep this tight. I don't want to talk too long. But yeah, again, I've been very lucky. But yeah, I'm worried when those clubs, those comedy clubs I mentioned before that are just, you know, kind of like month to month with their bills and you know this was a good month this was a bad month they're kind of because there's some comedy clubs that especially in the midwest like you guys listening around the country the midwest when it's finally nice out because we have hard winters the comedy clubs will go to just friday saturday night they won't do the thursday or sunday show or wednesday through sunday some of them they you know reduce the amount of shows because they're not selling as many tickets so it's cheaper to just be closed i'm you know i don't know how that's going to work right now this is the time they make their money march april may they make good money these months and then when the weather really breaks, June, July, August, that's when it's like they save the money from the big months, like those winter months where they're booming, to survive the summer. And, you know, if, if this all ends in July, hopefully, or June-ish, or t- tomorrow would be better. I'm, I want this to end as quickly as possible, of course. Then, but say realistically this ends end of June, July. Those clubs are going to open back up. How many people are going to be like, yeah, let's go run out to a comedy club? I just don't know if that's happening. I think this can be more like, let's go to the park. Let's go outdoor shows. Let's go to the beach. Let's, I think that's going to be more like barbecues. And I, I just don't know. I, I think people will go back to bars and restaurants, but there'll be some hesitation there for a little bit because they'll be, they'll be like, are we really out of the woods? And I just I worry about those clubs closing because a lot of them, as a comedian, I've been, I have like these clubs that I do once a year. And if those get eliminated, then that's less work for me. And then I have to come up with new things and, you know, I've been, I mean, I don't, I have an agent for acting, but I don't have uh, a manager agent for stand up comedy. I've been kind of like always independent, um, which is bullshit. <laughs> I'll just fucking say that. I feel like I'm one of the most overlooked comedians. I put my shit on YouTube. Everyone loves it. Comedians who fucking have all these representation, they put their shit on YouTube. Everyone fucking hates it. But like, the, that's, that's the fucking industry of Hollywood, though. It's who could they sell? Could they sell me? No. A fucking straight white guy that's not in right now because everything has to they're trying to like fucking make up for decades of being shitty towards other groups so you know if i was a fucking lesbian eskimo i would have fucking my own um anthology of uh shit i don't know anthology i, I was staring at a beatles record I, I was trying to look them up with a big word didn't work out did it um and that's not to say that people who get that shit aren't talented there's people who are very talented but yeah it's definitely um i've been coming in the mode of i got to do my own shit create my own shit and control that that's why you know i've putting my shit on YouTube. You guys got two hours of stand-up comedy clips on there. Fucking watch them, share them. I do get ad revenue from YouTube. It's not as much as it was, but it's still, the clicks add up. So if you could do that, I'd really appreciate it as well. Um, But yeah, that's the part that's been like, you know, fucked up. Sorry this hasn't been such a fun podcast. We did talk about old women in bras and how that's a boo, you know? 
I wanted to check in with you guys. That's all. I want to keep this tight. We're about 23, 24 minutes. I can, I can wrap it up here, right? Um, I'm going to get some guests on. We're going to do some over-the-phone stuff. It'll be back to being fun and silly. I just wanted to update you guys on why I haven't done the podcast. Um, yeah, I mean, this COVID-19 thing, hopefully it dies down. Um, I, from what I gather, though, this next month's going to be really rough. Just stay in, people. It's so easy to not do anything. You didn't do shit for a long time. And now people are like, it's something about, it's like, don't touch that plate. It's hot. People want to touch it. Stay inside. Fuck you. I'm going outside. Stay inside. Get drunk. I, you know, I'm, I'm going to do this weekend. I'm going to get wine drunk. I've never gotten drunk off of just wine. I've had a glass of wine here and there, but never just wine drunk. I'm looking forward to that. That should be exciting. You know, maybe I get my hand on some mushrooms, do a podcast on the shrooms. And be all like, what's that? I'm seeing fucking gremlins in the distance. We can have a good time with it, everyone. Well, this has been Kill Gallons Pub, everyone. I hope you guys are fucking making it through. Um, stay off, so don't be on social media as much. I know it's hard, but that, trust me, I was getting real angry about it for a while. What is with all the questions on Facebook? Hey, guys, give me two things to choose between. Give me, like, could you just come up with your own shit? Read some books. Watch movies you've been meaning to watch. That's good stuff. Listen to whole albums that you've always wanted to listen to. Go on, like, the internet and see, like, those top 500 albums list and just work your way through that. Do those kind of things. And if you don't want to do anything, that's awesome, too. You don't have to do shit. Because the only thing that's changed in my life is I get more sleep. Because I'm still a stay-at-home dad during the day. I used to do stand-up comedy at night. Comedy's gone. So now I go to bed earlier. So I'm, I'm, well, I'm well-rested, but I'm missing, I'm missing my comedy um, and all that kind of thing. So anyway, though, you guys uh, have been awesome. Thanks for listening to Kill Gallons Pub. Check out the Patreon. Subscribe. That'd be great. I love you guys. Cheers.